What's going on, guys? This is Totally Blitz Podcast, the show with shots, smoke, and all about football. And of course, you know who this is. This is Paul Pickham Winham Concha, the man with the big beard, making even bigger bets. And I'm always joined by the one and only. Man, Kev motherfucking crippled and cold, so boy, bro, this shit is fucking freezing. I don't know what the fuck is going on in America right now, but that shit better warm up. Global warming better tighten up and come through. I'm just cold as fuck in my house right now. I want to turn the heat up, but I'm not living like that. Ooh. Hey, baby. You just got to spit some heat. You know, you got to heat it up your own self. Have some hot takes. Do something. Man, it's just like, this, is when, this is when you need Kyle when you need him. Just a hot breath-ass motherfucker to be around to keep your shit nice and, nice and evened out. Where this motherfucker at? But, man, we had a hell of a fucking divisional round of football. We're going to have a hell of a fucking round of conference championships. But before we hop in those, we got to talk about all the news around the league outside of these games because there's a lot of shit going on outside of this. Facts. Big facts. Where do you want to jump on first? Man, I'm on these highlights right now, dog. And I just, if I could, I would clap it up for my dog, Big Ben, man. That's a great career my dog and had. And, you know, I wasn't rooting for him this season, but I root for him, like, 15 out of the 18. So, like, that's my dog, you feel me? So, man, yeah, shout out Big Ben. Great career. Pro Bowl quarterback. I don't know if you ever went to, I don't know if he was ever all pro. That's a lot of quarterbacks you had to deal with. But Big Ben was a problem back in the day. Jit was mobile. Jit was throwing the ball up, no problem. One in touch. Won a fucking um Super Bowl rookie season. Beat he threw one of the nicest passes we ever seen in Tampa while we was all in Tampa from fucking against the Cardinals to San Antonio Holmes. And like bro had some 500 yard games. Bro has two six back to back six touchdown games. I remember when that shit happened, they set the world on fire. Like, what the fuck is Big Bang? Somebody don't drug test him immediately. Motherfucking and yeah, Big Ben, you had a great career, man. Shut out that man, dog, because he's done crazy stuff. Because it was a – I feel like it was a prototype for, like, the Josh Allen-type quarterbacks now. Like, because he was a problem. Like, his pump fake was nasty. He mastered that shit way long ago. Like, he just was tough to tackle, tough to tackle. He threw out two shoulders doing that pump fake. But you ask him, I guarantee you, tell you it was worth it. Uh, 18 seasons, never having a losing season. I honestly thought he was drafted the same time as uh, Mike Tomlin came in. I didn't know he had a different coach for the first, like, two or three years. So everyone gives the credit to Tomlin, and that is astonishing credit. Like, 14 seasons, no losing record or something. But, like, Big Ben, 18, that's, like, that's how you want to go out. You never were a loser. Like, that's just insane to think about. And um, I know he never won MVP in the Super Bowl, but just getting to the Super Bowl, like, we talked about last a couple episodes like just getting to the dance is fucking hard as fuck you gotta it's not just you it's 10 other guys you gotta rely on and for you usually you're the leader you're the one that gets them all fucking focused and together and uh that was josh allen in uh comparison i think is perfect because i didn't know this until uh watching pat McAfee's show that 
Big Ben, young Big Ben ran a 4-7 and a 40-yard dash, which is the same as Josh Allen. And they're both gigantic. They both got that like that big tight end build. Hopefully Josh Allen don't gain 40 pounds and slow down. But like the, like that whole gunslinger and you're going to need two guys to take me down. Like that was something that was special to watch because not a lot of quarterbacks were built to take those type of hits. Yeah, both of them boys just a different type of strong. Them boys are strong as fuck. And he was a basketball player too. They uh, He was like all state in high school, could have went to college for it. So like multi-sport athlete, which probably helped him with his footwork. You know, you got to be a little elusive in basketball. You can't just be a little brick. Um, but yeah, no, he had a great year. But we're on the subject of retiring. There's he's official. He's he's going out on his way to Canton. Shout out to him. But you got two other Canton bound names that is kind of just being up in the air about. We can we can start about Aaron Rodgers first. Um, but the other name is Brady. But how about Aaron Rodgers? You think he's calling it a quit? You think he's it's all said and done for him? I think if he Aaron Rodgers know no better than anybody else. He kind of what I've learned from watching him every Tuesday on Pat McAfee is that he's a very like independent thinker. He doesn't really allow people to really like persuade his decision. And he takes his time to figure out what's the best action. So he probably looks at it from all types of angles. I don't think if he was gonna retire, but if he was to retire, I meant like, okay, he's kind of done with all the bullshit on top of that. Like. Y'all can say he doesn't do this in the playoffs. I can say this about him getting immunized. Y'all can come out of nowhere when he does bad, but, like, at the end of the day, fuck him. But if not, I feel like whatever his decision is, it's going to move media regardless. Oh, so a follow-up question. Do you think there's three options on the table, or do you think it's two? Do you think it's either stay in Green Bay or retire? Or do you think that third option of him actually leaving to go somewhere else is on the table, like people are saying? Most definitely. But I feel like when you're Aaron Rodgers, you can look at the table with the three options on it and flip it over. Because, like, at the end of the day, you're Aaron Rodgers. So, like, these boys will really give up arm and leg to get you. Like, I'm talking second round or third rounders. And, like, they definitely aren't just going to – you can't not going to walk into a situation that doesn't feel – as if he could be not only respected, but deemed, but deemed, not only win, but be respected at the same time. So I I don't think it's three options. I think it's 300 options. Okay. I My take is with the situation. I don't think he's calling it quit, but if he does, I think another first-round Hall of Famer, like he's just phenomenal. Like the interception ratio, greatest of all time, touchdown ratio, like all those numbers, like he does – like – he's thrown like six or less picks like three or four times in a season. Like that's just, that's, that's and those same three seasons, he probably threw like third, like one season was 48. One season was 30 something. Another season probably not 30. Like he, it's not like he's not throwing passes. Um, so he had a great season, a uh, great career. I don't think it's over yet. I do think the option of him leaving is on the table just because sometimes when people feel like they've been wronged a few times, like, I feel like you kind of just like, especially with him, like he's all about the universe, how he's feeling. If he's feeling like he might not get the respect or the, the things that he deserves in Green Bay, and there is another option, 
I think, honestly, Denver's on the table because they just got the offensive coordinator from the Packers who Aaron Rodgers went to bat for, like, so hard, saying that he needs to deserve a head coach job. He's the best out here. And, like, they had that that fucking thing. Like, they're like this. And if he goes over there, Jerry Judy, um, uh, Cortland Sutton, uh, like, Noah Fant, great running back, Javante Williams, a phenomenal defense. Like, I could see, like, there's a there's a, like you said there's more than just these three options like he he is the controller of his universe he doesn't have to wait on what a team wants he decides okay i'll just go somewhere else or i'll stay here like he has all the power so it is going to be kind of cool to see what he does hell yeah it's just going to be lit man double aaron Rodgers, and at the end of the day he's a chess player and the coolest thing about it is he said he's not going to just let it linger on and wait to the last second once he feels comfortable with his decision he's kind of going to just move forward and I respect that. So there's no like waiting. Uh, then you have Brady. How you feel? Do you think Brady? This is this was the the year he's hanging up the cleats, or do you think he's going around the sun one more time? I feel like I found out he has one more year on his contract left. So like I don't really see Brady as the retiring type. Just get out of there. And I don't see him as a hundred franchise different type of person. I feel like. He just he might run through his obligation, like keep it going, and then like, and then dip after that. No, no matter how the season ends, it's supposed to go because you really can't break. You barely brought back that team last year, this year, but you brought back twenty one out of twenty two starters, if not all twenty two. But like, that's tough to do that again. And then with the way people are aging, like not everybody's brave. So like, I don't think he retires, and I really think he plays next season, but. He's not a farewell tour type. I feel like he's a okay, just in business that's handling the business and keep moving type. I know I see that. I agree hundred percent. I like everything you just said. I co-sign it hundred percent. But put up. I don't know if you have anything to drink, but just if this was the last snap of football, I got to see a Brady and Aaron Rodgers and Big Ben. Saluted them. They were like honestly my childhood quarterbacks. Like this is the we, Drew Brees is out of here. Matt Ryan has a few more, maybe a couple more years in the tank. But like those childhood quarterbacks, now is the new era is taking over. So saluted them for fucking making football fun for all those years. And this era looks good. <laughs> yeah, it does. They had a passing the torches going on. Great. Um, and so. Now we talked about them retiring. Let's talk about the coaches before we go into these conference games. Sean Payton, no longer going to be calling it. He said he's retiring, but football is still on his mind. So don't be surprised if uh, he comes back. He's just right now not focused on football. He'd rather focus on other things. So That boy out of there. That boy said, fuck that. I'm out of there. This ain't my problem for the next two, three years. <laughs> yeah, he's, I, I don't know. I just honestly – Sean Payne was all the great coach, all that stuff. But I just didn't like how he's leaving now that you borrow money from the future and then the future comes and it's just like, oh, we don't have a quarterback that's going to save our franchise. And now we're 30 million in the hole. And I, and uh, like, he does this kind of like, yeah, I'm going to retire. And I would respect him more if he was as done forever, but him openly saying like, oh, I'm keeping the door open. It, to me, is almost just like, Almost like if when things get good again, I'll be back kind of thing. I don't know. Especially, uh, I don't know. I feel like he kind of left him in a bad hole. Now they got to go find a coach. And there was no talk of him leaving all season. Like there was, like maybe there was some rumors surfacing throughout the season where it was like, 
Sean Payne might not like he's he's had great seasons in Saints where he's leaving after this year, stuff like that. But just to drop the bomb after the season ends and is set up for failure next year, I didn't really like it. And then let's jump right into the other one was Brian DeBall, the Bills offensive coordinator who was with them when Josh Allen sucked, and now he's the same offensive coordinator that turned the ship around is calling the plays this year. He's going to ride. I mean, shit, 50 miles up the street, going to uh, New York giants. I think all the coaching hirings is going to be interesting. Cause like, I feel like a lot of these teams have already recently hired coach in the recent years. So like, I feel like a lot of these just rooms just suck. Like everybody, everything in the rooms is suck. And I feel like, Nobody's really doing anything to change it. And I feel like out of all the teams, the Giants are doing the most to change it by firing a GM and just sitting there just realizing, like, yo, do we play genuinely horrible football? Like, if we got to figure out, do we keep Daniel Jones? If not, let's figure Let's get him out of there. Let's figure it out. I think the Giants are probably out of all these teams are going to be making the most move and staying the most retroactive. But, like, this is a good hire for the Giants, definitely, because, like, we seen what that offense did last um last um last Sunday. Yeah, and you see like the, the transformation of Josh Allen from like not like just being a great athlete to now being a great quarterback. So maybe that happens with Daniel Dimes. If not, this is a good quarterback. Uh, I think even Tiki Barber came out and was like, "Do not uh, like he he legitimately said like." Get the ball, not Flores, because Flores was also a name floating over there. And then, like, now they got the ball. Maybe they turn him into something special. I doubt it, but we'll see. But, uh, yeah, we'll see. but that wraps us up on all those news, unless there's anything else. And um, let's jump into these conference champion two games right before the big one. Let's start with the 3 o'clock Sunday game. Chiefs hosting the Bengals. Opened up as a seven-point favorite for the Chiefs. Now it's a seven-and-a-half points. Good morning, Bengals Nation. Happy Gasparillo. Make sure everybody stays completely hydrated. Liquid IV, BioLite. Stay safe that you can watch... The game on Sunday, baby. Let's go Bengals. Joey Shiesty. Woo! I'm gonna just I'm gonna take the first shot here. I'm taking the Chiefs at home. I think the Bengals are one year too early to go to the Super Bowl. Or the, um, I just think the Chiefs have a solid system that's been working. They 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 saw this early struggles, they overcame it. I think the Bengals are a hell of a team, and I hope it's a shootout. But I just think the Chiefs are just that, like they just have a, an extra notch that they can go to in this postseason. And I'm I'm rocking with Andy. I'm the, the try and tested. What like there's they've been to four AFC Championship games. I think they're gonna make it on to another Super Bowl this year. I'm giving me the Chiefs here to beat the Bengals. I respect it. Damn, I thought Joey beat him was your boy. I thought it was your dog. Anyway, seven and a half is a lot of points, Kev. You want the points? Did you pick them last week? Yeah, I took them last week. Yeah, I thought that was okay. I, I, I picked them, but I didn't even expect them to be here. Like, you know, I'm, I really thought this was going to be the Titans. I'm not going to lie to you. Like, 
I'm still I'm still trying to pick Tennessee. Like I went to the, I went to the sports books. They wouldn't let me do it. I'm like, what the fuck? So mean I can't pick Tennessee in the AFC Championship game this year. Because AFC, the AFC, because Tennessee fucking blew it against the Bengals, who did two things that people that people really have strayed away from. One, they kept throwing the ball. They kept. They kept, they kept, they found a way to keep throwing the ball again, long games off of short passes. Joe Bur- Joey Burrow, the Joey B throwing 350 yards, wall getting sacked. And they never missed a single opportunity to kick a field goal. They used their special teams to their fullest and full advantage. That's why they paid punters and kickers. Like, so they did that very well. So that's one, that's why Tennessee is not here. And I respect it, but like I gotta take the Chiefs on this one because the Chiefs, they played a phenomenal game last week, and they just shown that, like, it comes down to heart. It comes down to chocolate cake. Like, who wants that bitch more? And, like, they're showing that they've tasted it, and they like that taste. They want another one. And this is just amazing. Like, they, somebody tried to say that it was um, history, that this is the Chiefs' fourth year in the AFC Championship. But, like, I remember the Bills going to the Super Bowl four times, so, like, Pretty sure they had to go four AFC championships too. Oh that's still that's still a lot though. That's still a fucking lot. I'm no, we've never seen TB do it or um or Rogers on the other side. Like that's just a fucking lot. But I'm taking the Chiefs. I got to. I've been taking the Chiefs for a minute now. Like well, the probably maybe like five games in a row. Like it's been a good game. It's been it's, it's been good picking on the Chiefs. But I want to see what this Bengals team can do because they don't know what they don't know. So like. They don't give a fuck that they're going on the road. They don't give a fuck. They want to get rid of that underdog, underdog stigma, underdog title, and show the boys that like, yo, we can fucking ball right here, and we really down to go dog fight with the best of them. Yeah, bro. And when Andy Reid told him, hey, when the situation is grim, be the grim reaper. That's one of the coldest lines I've ever heard from a coach. Uh, and I just. I- the the I, sorry to cut you off, but I just think the um, Chiefs losing earlier this season to them, they kind of like uh, they, I don't know. Just I think you got the regular season dub. We're here in the playoffs. Chiefs gonna get this postseason dub. I like it. I like it. This is gonna be a good game. I hope it's a shootout. I hope the boys do what they do. But I feel like I like them after seeing how they played Stephon Diggs last week. If the Chiefs can figure figure something out, put on Jamar Chase and force them to beat you with T. Higgins and Boyd and Uzuma, they can definitely have another. Oh wow, they can definitely have another opportunity to make something shake. Man, I was only picking up on my shirt, but thirteen seconds, and then boys did that. I respect it. Hey, that's Paul. Paul is over here. Technology, technic, technic. Fucking good with computers. Yeah, I'm fucking with the technology. <laughs> yeah, that boy, that boy is techn- technologically advanced over there. Uh, yeah, I don't know how to do that. I'm not going to attempt to find out. <laughs> that, that shit was fighting. Yeah. For, for our listening viewers. Yeah, I want to see, like you said, the Bengals, they got the boys to do it. I w- I'm hoping for a good game. But if even if – because I have a few bets with the Chiefs spread as well. I think the Chiefs, they're just – Gonna have that extra. I think they win by more than a touchdown. Uh, 
the hook is kind of scary because a lot of people are like seven and a half. Now you have to win by more than seven, but I just think the Chiefs are going to win by 10, like a, a 33-21 game or something. Um, Regardless, they win, we get the point. Yeah, no facts. Uh, and so our next game, this one is going to be the Battle of California in L.A., we have the Rams playing hosting technically the 49ers here, but StubHub says 43% of all tickets is coming from 49ers land in North California, which is more than double than week 18 game. This is on track to be the most resold playoff game of all time. Um, and that means McFay said the last time in week 18, they had to go to a silent count to deal with all the fan noise from the 49ers. So just, just expect it to be mostly 49ers in that crowd. That's crazy. I didn't even know that. That's fire. Yeah, they try to the, they try to do – I know you saw the headlines with the – they're holding the tickets so they can only be sold to L.A. people. And then all of a sudden, they, with the very same day, they, they the ticket master, whoever fixed it, and now StubHub that is reporting. That's when I saw this number. I was like, damn, this is – on paper to be hosted by the Rams, but in reality, this is probably a 49ers home game here. It's half and half, man. This is about to be lit. And it's three and a half. It's a field goal game in favor of the Rams. Since I went first, I want you to run it. Let me know who you take in this one. Oh, man, this is going to be a great game. I like Cooper Cup, Matthew Stafford. That connection is that connection is special. Matt Gale was on the, the um, Pat McAfee show. And he was talking about how them boys is he he'll get there at seven in the morning, and Cooper Cup and Matthew Stafford will always be their cars will always be there already. Like them boys really putting that work in the shows when they need to, when you need a play, when you need a play at the last possible second that he that 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 connection can go get it. So shout out them boys is something dangerous. Them boys are just something cool. Jalen Ramsey, dang, I was watching this game and I was remembering all types of names. Chris Long Jr. Um, Leonard Floyd. I always think that's the wrong person. Um, Bob McDonald, motherfucking. I can't remember who the other DB is. I was watching this game, remembering all their names. But that defense is something special. That defense is gonna fuck Jimmy G up all day. It's gonna be something great. It's just gonna be a good game. It's gonna be motherfucking. Um, the Rams are just going. The Rams are going thug it out and everything like that. But Kyle Shanahan's gone to two Super Bowls in a row. I mean, two Super Bowls already. One is the offensive coordinator as the Falcons. And um, one is the 49ers head coach. I don't know about anything else before that. But Sean, um, Kyle Shanahan, he has great, he has great motherfucking, um, he has, what's the word for it? He definitely just, just understands what he takes to win. Jimmy G. Is going to be a big X factor if he plays well and not as long as the team around him plays great and they run that ball all over the place. So give me the 49ers with the points. They got to win by more than a field goal. That's fair. Yeah, give me the 49ers points so that way the boys could – um. but it's going to be a great game. And I like the um, Sean McVay to sit down. And, so I finally – I got to beat these boys. Like, And this is my chance to do it. I'm not losing to them three times. So, like – I chose the team that I didn't want to pick last week, and that was the Chiefs versus the Bills. Cause like, but I just chose the Chiefs. I chose the Chiefs because the gambler and me told me like, "Hey yo, 
that's somebody. Oh, this you see? Do you be seeing these new Jackass commercials? This movie finna be crazy. The movie crazy. does crazy fire. Them boys old as fuck, trying to, still trying to kill themselves. But yeah, I chose the Chiefs because I was like, nah, I'm gonna stick with the Chiefs. I've been picking the Chiefs consistently, and they've been doing me well. And that's what I'm gonna do this week. I haven't chose the 49ers at all, but I'm gonna take them just because I like them with the points, and I just like this team that just just make them force them to do it ugly. And the Rams have been looking dirty down dirty in the fourth like them boys just been looking ugly the rams have to play a fine-tuned game and i feel like the 49ers have a good a good matchup against them to make them play a reckless un, uncomfortable game with matthew stafford yeah and uh nick bosa only has like five games in the playoffs six and a half sacks like so he he shows up in the playoffs um sean mcveigh you said three times but i found out he's actually six and oh against sean mcveigh and I was just like, damn, like you that's that's a big difference. That's three whole seasons you just shut out this guy. And which means they're also which also means that um the year they all went four and twelve, two of those wins came against Sean McVay and the Rams. So like that's just crazy. They like, like he always has had his number, and like that's what wanted me to lean towards the 49ers like you, but hearing he's taking the 49ers. Gives me a relief of confidence that I because I knew I was gonna have to go opposite side on one of these games to at least to at least compete for the belt. I knew I did not want to go against the Chiefs. And I was just hoping it was this game. So I will thank you that you took the 49ers here. And I'm gonna stick with my Rams pick, which early on was my the NFC team. And I I can't I can't go against them. And when I do, I lose. Thank you, Kev. I appreciate it. And uh Cooper Cup. That boy is a fucking problem. You know, right there, he's the offensive player of the year for the the, the writers, the PFWA writers, which also typically whoever gets voted in for those awards with those writers typically wins the award in NFL. It goes like same with the MVP, rookie of the year, all those awards they give out. It almost always lines up. So hopefully he wins it. But he's been having a hell of a season. But I think Stafford, he might be due for a big. He might throw a pick against this 49ers team, but I think Jimmy G is going to equal that shit out, throw a pick himself. Um, Cooper Cup might not have the best game because I think they're going to try to focus on him, but I think Odell's going to have a good – like those secondary players, Tyler Higby's going to have a good game. Cam Akers, he, I know he had a couple fumbles, but I expect him to get a, another 20 touches and hopefully he gets it going. But this defense is where like Von Miller and Aaron Donald have been playing great. I expect him to get the Jimmy G. I know Trent Williams is saying that he's probably going to play this game and he'll be back. Like he's very adamant about it, even though he is still a game time decision. I so it might be a little tough for that D line to make those big plays like they do, especially with Kyle Shanahan scheming up those those like those weird plays that like it always makes you fucking like it always gets you. So, but give me the Rams. I think. Like the NFL wants the Rams to be the first team to host the championship and play in the championship and host it. So like maybe I'll get a little help from the rest, but I just think that the, the Rams here does the better team. And I expect maybe the 49ers have an early lead and then Jimmy G throws a pick or something and he, or the D line starts acting up. And um, then Matthew Stafford has that Super Bowl. Like this is going to be the story where like he had, he's down by three gets the ball, takes him down for the touchdown drive, wins it or something. But, yeah, give me give me the Rams. I don't know, man. What if the 49ers get a pump block or something? The boys, like, the boys might have something. This is going to be a game. 
they just have like I trust it. I like it because the Rams beat the shit out of the Cardinals three times. Like, God darn. So like I'm the 49ers. I like the Rams in this game. I really do. And I think this game is gonna be very hard fought, very played well. And I think Sean McVay just I don't never seen, I don't think the Sean McVay's lost in anybody three times in a row, like three times in one season. That shit's insane. So like Time for them boys to show they show they nuts real quick. Like, yo, like I'm hang. Let them hang. But this is gonna be a good, this is gonna be a good, good day of football. I'm spent all, all Saturday doing homework and shit. So that way I could go crazy and just chillax, watch football and shit. Probably eat some good shit. You know what I'm saying? Just live my best life. You feel me? There's no risk life. No risk life. Oh, I just forgot to mention Andrew Whitworth is coming back for this game. The um the lineman for the Rams and like he was he was a big blow not having him for the last game so I think him coming back is going to help the run game even though the 49ers like their way of victory is a great run game and defense and shit even a punt block <laughs> like you saying it ain't it ain't out of the question with this 49ers defense right now I'm more just balling man but hey man this has been a movie but hey shout out Big Ben one more time I've been watching his highlights the whole time like they've been going crazy well before we head out, I just had four little prop bets. If you just want to go put a little money down, I put a whole hundred down on all these prop bets total. Let me know how they sound, Kev. I'm gonna make my sales pitch, and you're gonna be you're gonna let me know if you're, you're buying or you're not buying. I I got Tyler Higby, the tight end for the Rams, going over 40 and a half yards. The first seven games, he only got 33 targets. The last eight games of the season, 52 targets, which is seven targets a game. He's been Matthew Stafford's safety valve, kind of like that short pass rhythm maker, like just get a quick first down or get a quick pass out because we haven't had a completion yet. And uh, he's gone over 40 and a half yards in the past six games in a row, including both playoff games. So, and I think they're going to focus Cooper Cup which will open up some easy targets for like Odell and Higby to get, I think 40 and a half pretty easy because he's gone over six times in a row. So I expect him to get over that 40 again. Straight. That's straight. I don't know. That's a little tough because that they got some linebackers over there. It's not really going to let them check down like yeah. that. But I definitely, I could definitely see it going through because if they're trying to spend, they spend a lot of time trying to guard Cooper Cup. And then Odell over there, somebody that safety valve is gonna be right there, right there, ready to cook and eat and get some yak on them. Yeah, this is quick underneath. I actually have um three in the same game, so I'm gonna hit the other two, and they're both for the 49ers. Elijah Mitchell over 71 and a half rushing yards. He just gets so much volume on this 40. Like when he's healthy, he gets over 20 touches guaranteed. He's gone over 20 back-to-back games. Um, unless it gets out of hand early, which I don't expect it to happen. I expect, like I said, I think the 49ers might be leading early and stuff. It's a lot of Elijah Mitchell. Debo was kind of limping off last game. I know he's not on the injury report. I don't know if it's just because he's tough or what, but I do think his ankle is not 100%. So I do expect Elijah Mitchell to get his 20 to 25 touches. That's how the 49ers play. They're going to run the ball a lot. 71 and a half. He's gone over both of those past two games. And uh, last time they played the Rams, week 18, he had 21 carries for 85 yards. Definitely went over. So that's why I, I like the 71. I think it's easy. Yeah, all I got to say is that's first team all pro Debo to you. 
there's that limp that whole his especially his the leg if it's like a hand or something it's different but him limping was just like maybe it'll save him just for catches instead of giving him six or seven carries like they always do it's just let's keep him for like receive like it's just like keep him healthy it's not overwork someone who's hurt i'm serious for they've been through for five bands in 2018 i remember that, remember that bitch that nigga, um, um fucking is the reason why i lost a hundred dollars that year <laughs> And then uh, Kittle, like I said, this goes right in with Debo limping off on the last game. Um, I think they might give Kittle a lot more looks. He hasn't had a big game yet in all the offseason. His yardage is only at 53. I think he goes over 53 yards um, easily, especially if they're going to be focusing Debo. And Kittle's is like he hasn't had a big game yet. He went over last week, even though he had a few drops against the Packers and he didn't look like himself. And he still got 63 yards. So, like, I expect 50 – I think 53 is kind of low for, like, top three tight end in the NFL. That's a bad – I like that shit because Jimmy G was 0 for 5 to begin that game and got his first completion to um, Kittle in the snow. And that's when he had that crazy that crazy catch on the sidelines. So, I'm that's a very good one right there. I definitely would take that. I probably, if I was you, I'd probably go put an extra little 20, a sprinkle extra little 20 on that, maybe tease the line a little, bring um, it down a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. a little piece. And uh, yeah, Garoppolo, those 0 and 5, I know three of them were drops because Kittle had a wide open over the middle, first or second throw of the game where it was like 15, 20 yards. And he just uncharacteristically, like if that wasn't a drop, he probably goes for like 80 yards that game. Um, same with uh Ayuk had a drop over the middle, but uh I I 53 is kind of low. And the next one, same thought process. Joe Mixon over 56 yards. I felt like this number is just way too low for the number three rusher in the NFL. He went over this 12 out of 16 games he played in this season. Like that's 75% of the time he's over that number. Um, Chiefs might be, I think the Chiefs are gonna be hyper focused on Burrow and all the threats at receivers or Uzuma, uh Boyd. Higgins, Chase, and that's where they got burnt last time. So they're going to focus it, which if the Bengals are smart, one way to beat Patrick Mahomes in this Chiefs is just keep Mahomes on the sideline, take time of possession, take time off the clock, and uh, and especially if they might focus on the receivers, I expect Mixon to get his. They don't want another nine-sack day for Burrow because they got to drop back 40 times. Nah, most definitely. Them boys are going to get busy. They're going to be busy all day back there trying to make sure nothing goes behind their heads. But the thing about it is they got to worry about it for a lot of things. 64,000 passing yards. That's a lot. Yeah, that brought me back to the Hall of Fame. 165 wins. That's a lot. But I respect it. I definitely like that because they're going to be busy. They're going to be busy back there trying to stop. But I do see them trying having to play up a little bit, not letting any um short passes go through. And so they're going to be have to face. They're going to have to be worried about stopping the passing the pass from all from from all parts of the field. So I definitely like to mix in and figure out get sneak get some sneaky yards in there and really go off for a twenty yard, thirty yard, forty yard run out of nowhere real quick just to get some momentum going. Yeah, especially when it's at fifty six and a half, you really only got to hope for one thirty yard break because he's going to get those other 10, 12 touches and at least get you the other like twenty like. I just feel like if you're the number three rusher in NFL, your number should never be at 56 and a half. I just feel like that's just way too low. Facts. Um, but that was the end of my prop bets. That's the four I got. 
If you like them, follow them. If you don't, fuck you. I'm making money this weekend, guaranteeing it. Uh, so, Kev, break it down for them boys if they don't know. Hey, man, if you don't know, now you motherfucking know, man. It's the motherfucking Holy Blitz podcast. Yeah, bitch. And we come in here with you with the football, the facts, and the playoff football, man. Hey, bro, if you watch this episode, we appreciate you. We mess with you. We like you. Like the video. Subscribe to the channel. Share. Clip it up. Send us. Send us. Screen recording. Do what you do because you because you stay true. But here's the proof of what happens when you do what you do. So motherfucking shout out, shout out, shout out us, shout out Paul, shout out me, and shout out anybody that's watching this. Great episode. And it's fun, man, because like this is the last, this is the second and last preview episode. Like it's scary. We'd rather do a preview episode for the Pro Bowl just cause. Like motherfucking motherfucking just cause because I'm scared. I'm scared. There's no need we only got one more after this. But, hey, man, thank you. You've been watching us, keeping up with the season. It's been a great season, and we got more and more coming still, man. We're going to bring it to you regardless, no matter what. Risk, no risk, fuck it. We're going to get that shit move, make, make some moves, man. It's been totally blitz. Yeah, bitch. Problem with being problematic. Get the light beam on me, ready for electrostatic. Don't you step into this box if you're not batting. Then my gang got tools. You can call them boy crap, man. This gang got rules, man. You better watch your passes. This ain't.